0: Enjoy the convenience of 7 days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC.
1: 5282. Call today.
0: Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios. This is Out of Bounds we're just not knocking
2: them off the football right now and we're not blocking particularly well on the edge we're just not blocking particularly well period and uh and you know AJ got in a little bit of a groove there at the end and Arda, but we're just not a real physical football team I thought we got a little bit better in the second half but we've got to continue to uh, maybe we have too many runs in going into the game we got to figure that out yeah yeah
0: with John Neighbors every time you put a mic in my face I'm gonna say Arkansas and Joe Franklin well, on go the shell, we're going to go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. I with
3: my boo-ray, tastes like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a Westie world with my bass stuff. I know that it's good, but you said it on my taste blood I get way too petty once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your block, then break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone. Eat up your per diem. You just gotta hate them for me. If I quit your PM, Quick quit season. I still beat the greatest funk. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down.
4: Up, be humble.
1: Up, sit down. Be
4: humble. Sit down.
1: Welcome into Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend as we are entering into Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So we're going to react to everything that happened over the sports weekend. And we want your reactions as well. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. Going to have Chris Gordy, Sports Talk 790 out of Houston. He'll join us in 3 o'clock hour to also recap the weekend because we have uh, so many things to get to when it is football season, but having the college football landscape, NFL Week 1, almost in the books. Of course, I have a big game tonight on Monday Night Football, which I know we'll jump into that as well. and. It was just great to know we'll we'll dive into the Razorback game specifically, but it's just great to have, hey, Saturday, nothing but games, Sunday, nothing but games, and be able to enjoy uh, fall, uh, football just in its full swing from NFL and for college, too.
5: Yeah, and then we got it started on Thursday, and uh, there were some college games on Friday, mm-hmm. so it's been nothing but football throughout
1: the weekend, and then once again, tonight. Yeah, and it's going to be a good one tonight, and uh, look forward to that one for multiple reasons, too, but... Uh, kind of just look, looking through the whole uh, landscape of it all. We gave our predictions last week, which uh, me, I don't think me and Joe did too well in our NFL picks. But, uh, you know, I had a couple here
5: and there. but Still think, trying to figure out exactly where we stand, but just thinking about it, Nathan, he killed it last week. I, just looking at the numbers initially, I want to say he got 10 of 13 games. Oh, wow. Now, may have to look back and just get it officially, but... Yeah, he did really well.
1: Yeah, because I I went six and seven. You know, I I went to a bowl game and lost. You know, that's that's <laughs> the, that's the record I went last week. But uh, the one thing though that we were all in complete and total agreements is uh, Arkansas, of course, winning the game against Kent State, which they did. They did win the game against Kent State, but it wasn't exactly by the score that most of us predicted. As uh, so they ended up winning twenty eight to six. And, you know, this is what Reaction Monday is all about, where we see things and we react to them. We give our thoughts and opinions on it. And now that we've seen two games for the Razorbacks, uh, I'll I'll fully admit, Joe, I'm not sitting here, you know, abandoning ship, going crazy, saying this is terrible, this team sucks, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, I, I did not really enjoy some of the things I saw, especially in the first half against Arkansas. Not being able to run the ball effectively again, the offensive line, not really being able to get a push like you were hoping to dominate against a team. Uh, I think that there's still some positives to take away, but I certainly, like that game did not give me just all the great feelings of optimism to think that this team dramatically improved from week one to week two or is at least not having some pretty significant question marks at this point in time after two weeks. Not at all,
5: because after week one, they had some issues, run the ball, and then we looked at the next opponent in Kent State and said, okay, now they're going to line it up and they should be able to run the ball based on what Kent State did and how they looked defending against the run. They did not look good in that first game. So give them a little bit more credit into this game. But still, it's a game that Arkansas should be able to go into, do what they do best, running the ball, and still dominate the game. No matter if it's they're holding anything back, they're not showing anything, they're just
1: running the ball, they should be able to go into a game like that and be dominant. They should, and they needed to, just to really show that hey, this that game. Because listen, Western Carolina and that game, we talked about the rushing attack not being great or you know being struggled, but they made up for it in so many other areas, especially where they got up to a fast start offensively. I mean, they were up twenty-one to three at the end of the first quarter against Western Carolina. So not to say that we overlooked it, but we certainly looked at it as like okay, well, hey, they did some other really good things. But in this one, it almost just seemed like it, in the first half, especially. It looks like they were just sleepwalking. Like that the didn't look crisp. You know, KJ goes 13 of 19, uh, ends up having a nice game of, with two touchdown passes and uh, has a few uh, cool rushing games here too, or rushing yards. But uh, he didn't look as crisp as what you saw in the first game. Uh, you, you didn't see the running backs hitting the holes because, listen, we, we can sit here and we're probably going to you know dive into some of the issues. But I don't want to pin it all on the offensive line because the offensive line did not look uh, great at times, but. It was also running backs not getting through the holes the right way that they were supposed to and hitting it the way they're supposed to and getting the yardage. So uh, I think that it's definitely a reason to, I'm not saying panic, but you cannot be expected to perform that way in the rushing attack, especially on the offensive line and not being able to get the blocks and not being able to open the holes. And expect to be really successful once SEC play comes around because it's not going to get any easier from here. It's only going to get more difficult as the schedule goes on.
5: And then the passing wasn't really there either. It's it's like, you know, the running wasn't there the previous week and the passing was. So then you come into this game wanting to do a certain thing. But if it's not there, how about getting the pass more involved and? They didn't do that well either.
1: Yeah, you had some drops. You you had some uh, missed assignments, mis uh, misfiring from KJ. Again, you know, it was just an overall like, almost like they just kept hitting snooze on the alarm as an offense. Uh, they they were just doing going through the motions. Now they did as as, my, as minor as it may have been, it, they did get a little bit better in the second half. They got a little bit more effective. You know they had some things like, for instance, they went what nine of thirteen on third down conversions. That was nice to see. Uh, They ended the game by having the total amount of possession in the second half more favorable towards them because in the first half the time of possession like twenty minutes is what Kent State had the ball. So that was nice to see. So it wasn't like it was just uh, terrible all around, but uh, still, it's just if you're if you're a fan, if you're hoping and you're optimistic about this team taking some steps forward. It's just that was not the game that really helped you out, or helped your argument, or helped you feel better about it. And they got a big game against BYU this weekend, which we know is a, a much better team than what we've seen the past two weeks. And honestly, I think BYU is a better team than what they were a year ago. So you know you can't you can't mess around anymore and uh, keep saying oh we got to figure this out and figure out how to get it working because BYU is going to come in here expecting to win, and they have a, a veteran team that's going to to take advantage and if you can't run the ball against BYU effectively you're, you're going to struggle to win that game.
5: BYU is a better team than the past two opponents they may not necessarily be better than they were last year but can we say that Arkansas is better than they were last year now with BYU they lost their quarterback and they lost their top receiver and by the way their top receiver put up NFL stats this week that put them in the top five and receiving so they they lost some pieces there. But we know that they are big up front on both sides of the ball with that defensive line, their offensive line. And so with the defensive line, if Arkansas hasn't had success run the ball so far, that will be one of those key matchups you want to look at.
1: Yeah, and Slovis is the quarterback for BYU. The guy that was at USC... Uh, I would believe I uh, uh, forgot what other uh, USC school. Pitt Pitt that's what um, it was yeah he's, he's been a few places <laughs> him and JT Daniels have just been touring the country it seems like and as like. a matter of fact they started together at, at yeah. USC yeah so it's some, uh, something coming full circle there but he's an experienced quarterback who's played at a high level at different places so they're going to have to bring it but that being said of course you know it's it's there's reasons to be concerned at things but I'll give a lot of credit where credit is due I, I liked what the defense did once again I thought that Jeff Coat, which, by the way, he was named SEC Lineman of the Week, so congrats to him. I thought he did some great stuff. I love that fourth down stand at the end of the game, Landon Jackson getting in the backfield. Yeah, you he held, he held him to no touchdowns, and this is now in two games. You've uh, held a team to only, uh, both teams to only one touchdown, which I know it's about competition, but comparing to what it was last year when everybody was able to score on you, uh, that, that's a positive. And, you know, I like Pooh Paul being back in. And some big hits, and I uh, can't forget Antonio Greer in a pick six. You know, now back-to-back weeks with pick-sixes for Arkansas, so it's not to say that the, it's all doom and gloom and this team's terrible or anything like that, because there are some positives. But again, you just the things that you want to see from a from an SEC-caliber team, you didn't really get to see. But I will say, Joe, that maybe it's my old weird uh, glass-half-full type of mentality. But I was like, seeing how some of the other college football programs kind of had some struggles with some quote lesser teams too maybe feel a little bit better where I was like okay well maybe it's just a, a weird week for some of these teams you know like uh you know seeing North Carolina go to overtime against Appalachian yeah. State I was like yeah maybe you know maybe there's just something maybe just some in the water you know for college yeah, football. Yeah but that that happened
5: last year and yeah, those same did. two opponents in, hmm. in that game so that may be more based
1: on the matchup that's there. Yeah know, probably so obviously so. again I'm just trying to find any way I can you know really make <laughs> it work but no it's true though it was a uh, it was a good week for college football and I know while I' dive into some of the games, especially the big one, Texas and Alabama is Texas. I don't know if Texas is Texas back, but I, I have a feeling that winning that type of game is going to make, make me a believer in saying, you know what? maybe Texas is back because that they're was number incredible. four now. Yeah, and rightfully so. so.
5: so that that in itself says that they're back for what the present, where mm-hmm. we are right now being number four in the country. Yes, they
1: are. You beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. All right. I mean, I, you you did it convincingly, and you look good doing it. I right? I don't know what uh, what else to say, and why you anyone would think that they're not a good team. But they did that. It's still a lot of season left. I mean, we're two weeks in. A lot of things got to be figured out in college football. But uh, it was definitely uh, still a fun week, nonetheless. So let's go to Savage and Cabot, who's uh, the early caller. What's up, Savage?
6: What's up, fellas? You doing, not?
1: Right? Doing, doing good. Doing great, man.
6: Hey, if you look at uh, look at the offensive line, John. Uh Pittman came out and said, you know, it was nice to have depth. And we thought it was a little bit of rocket. You know, he might have been banged up the first game. But then you come in with a different set of backs, and you get the same result. There's no push. There's no run. And then he comes out. I mean, do you think that Enos and Pittman are on the same page?
1: Down. Yeah, I mean listen, I, I think they are and I I'm looking at a comparison and maybe this is a bad comparison, Savage, but this is just what I'm looking at. I went back to twenty fifteen when Arkansas had Dan Enos brought on as an offense coordinator and Sam Pym was still the offensive line coach. And that time there was about a three to four week span. Arkansas's offense was not clicking the way that they needed. I'm saying it wasn't as like statistically, it was better in twenty fifteen through the first two games, but I'm sure you remember the loss to Toledo when Arkansas scored twelve points. Yep. Uh you know, Texas Tech the next week they scored twenty four, but the offense just did not look in sync, and they were having problems actually blocking and to open up holes for the running backs. So I guess my hope is is that maybe they can figure it out, maybe they can put it together kind of like what they did in 2015 by week four or five. But uh, you know, I know one wants, no one wants to hear that, but it's definitely it's definitely a concern where no matter who you're putting out there and how you're doing it, there's there's nothing going for it. No matter the running backs, no matter the offensive line, you got nothing for it.
6: Right, and I get it. This is the first two games of the season. You know, sky's not falling, whatever you want to call it. But we were told the tight end was going to get utilized. There was going to be passes over the middle. And I'm not a believer of you don't show your offense. You're you're waiting on these other teams to get in the SEC. Well, guess what? BYU, you're going to lose in that same mentality. Because if they're not showing it, BYU's going to put it up. They put up 400 passes. Our defense is going to keep us in the game. But if our offense, offense isn't scoring, we're going to lose. Yep. And talk about the number one NFL defense, them Cowboys. Hmm. I'm going to get
5: off of it.
1: All right, Savage. Appreciate it. How about them Cowboys? Man, Only Domination. team to get a shutout. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I had them on uh, one of my Fantasy League's defense special teams. Glad I had that one not the only thing that went right for me on my fantasy teams but hey we got a lot more coming up here on reaction monday presented by fleet management services so stay with us arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst
0: each friday on drive time sports brought to you by fence brokers fence brokers going
3: the extra mile
0: Sports
3: Center. Arkansas took care of business against Kent State, although not as convincing as fans may have wanted, winning 28-6. The Razorbacks still struggled on the ground, rushing 45 times for 172 yards. Arkansas now turns the page to BYU. They'll play them at home at 6.30 on Saturday night. UCA, however, won convincingly, beating Texas College 70-2. Central Arkansas racked up 499 yards, 396 of those yards coming on the ground. They averaged a staggering 9.9 yards per rush. Texas College has been outscored to 166-2 so far this season as they lost week one to UT Permian Basin 96-0. UCA faces a little more adversity this week as they travel to Fargo, North Dakota to take on FCS Powerhouse North Dakota State. Kickoff for that game will be at 3-30 on Saturday. And Arkansas State lost to Memphis 37-3 to drop to 0-2 on the season. The Red Wolves have been outscored three through two games. They'll host Stony Brook in Jonesboro on Saturday. Kickoff is set for 6 o'clock. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T
7: Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to com now to book your appointment. LowChief Center, reinventing men's health care.
2: Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies.
6: Ah, uh, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me,
8: when is my luck going to change?
6: And I was like, you need to go to Tunica, bro. And he was like, yeah, good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kisses. My man was like,
8: this is amazing.
6: His losing streak was finally over.
8: Man, I cannot believe my
1: luck.
6: Believe it, because when you're in Tunica, you're always a winner.
1: Justin Anker reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. Serta Pro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimates scheduled at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get Serta Pro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over, over the years. It is Serta Pro Painters. You'll be happy you did.
3: Greatness doesn't
7: happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that
10: because we put in
7: the hard work and dedication for decades, and that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agent Paul Killingsworth in Cabot,
0: Jonathan Stone in Lonoke, or Stephen Reeser in Jacksonville today. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at GoGreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's get-in-gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Dean's going to throw and it's intercepted at the 15. Spence has picked it off and he's going to go the distance. 50-40. 30, 20, Brad Spence to the house. An interception return for a score, 85 yards in his first game as a Razorback. How about that? On 103.7 The Buzz. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me. Smoking up the window. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs>
3: Must have spent 35 dollars 45000 up in
0: tipping.
1: It is Out of Bounds here on Reaction Monday, folks, and I gotta tell you that even though uh, my picks for uh, the NFL did not go very well on our actual picks itself, I did win some money with Bet Saracen because I was able to think more with my head than my heart, and when money's on the line, it's always very important, but it was still great to have uh, all the action back in football and had plenty of reason to be excited about it because you get to watch the games and also win some money on the games. And we still got a game tonight in the NFL, the Jets in Buffalo. If you're feeling good about the Jets and think that they're going to start their Super Bowl run here tonight, well, you can go and bet Saracen as they are two-point underdogs. Or maybe you think Buffalo is going to roll and go and bet on them as well. And that's just the tip of the iceberg with all the games. They even have the line set up already for next week of NFL games. And even BYU and Arkansas, right now, Arkansas is favored by 10.5 points, according to Bet Saracen. So if you think that, oh, this team sucks and Arkansas is not any good, well, okay, go over there and bet the plus 10.5 for BYU if you're feeling that. But if you're just not a football fan, they have Major League Baseball specials going on still, boosted parlays. They even have some cool specials for the game tonight as well. Think there's going to be a successful two-point conversion? You can bet on that plus 350. How about Jets to score first and Bills to win by seven or more points? Plus 700 on that. And that's just one of the many specials they have tonight. Tennis specials, NBA season specials, all the specials with Saracen. If you have yet to download the app, you've got to do it now. You're wasting time and you're losing money because that's what they do. They make it fun and they make it easy to win. So download the Saracen app now. You can also go online at BetSaracen.com and be able to bet that way too. No matter what it is. You better do it with Bet Saracen because you don't want to miss out on watching the games, making money on the games, and having a lot of fun on the games with Bet Saracen. Sam Pittman, after the game, though, we were talking about the offensive struggles and the offensive line struggling. Here's what he said about the offensive line actually rotating, which was quite an interesting thing.
2: Guys, we're not the only team in the world that's played 5-0 linemen. I mean, somebody's playing 6-7. I'm trying to figure out who our best linemen are and if I feel like they've earned opportunities to play what's the difference in an old lineman and a freaking d lineman we played nine of them guys i mean if i feel like they're good enough to help us win it'll help us in the long run i understand that we're supposed to play five guys we do but that ain't why we're not running the ball guys
1: so he's talking about the the rotating offensive lineman saying that he's not we're not the only ones doing it out there and Says uh, there's a lot more issues than just the offensive line. A little bit defensive about it, but I can understand. it. He's an offensive line coach. He, he wants uh, he, he sees something. He wants it to be better. And I uh, mean, you know, he's he's basically putting it out there. Like we're just trying to find the best guys to put out there and make it work at this point in time. And that's what these games are all about. Also, he just wants it to be known that there are other
5: issues, and not that the blame goes squarely on them. There are a lot more factors in there, and they're wanting to get it worked out. That's the bottom line. They just want to solve the problem and have a better chance of doing some things that they're used to doing moving forward
1: on our southern structural solutions text line uh, from the 501 says uh do you feel like the running backs not seeing the holes is just an excuse for the line not getting a push and who is the weak links on the offensive line well i think that's what we we're just talking about like it's it's i think it's a mixture of both but as an offensive line you have to get push and they have not get, been getting push they haven't been moving the line and I don't even know if there's just one particular player that's like standing out as being a problem. It looks like the whole units is just, you know, it'd be one thing if four guys were getting pushed, but the other one was being the weak link. I think that's kind of what Sam Pittman was referring to. We're rotating guys, trying to find the best five to put out there and to make it work. I think it's also surprising, maybe to some Joe, that you know, if there was one thing we could ever say about Sam Pittman being the head coach, it's like, well, the offense finds always going to be good because he's one of the best. And so to see that part of it struggling is it's kind of weird. It's like almost like a Bobby Petrino coach team having a bad quarterback play. You know, just the one thing you're specialty at, if that's the thing that's struggling, it doesn't really add up and doesn't make any sense. And to be this, at this part of the
5: season, when you do have what's looked at as a softer schedule, you don't expect this, and then you don't expect them to still be trying to work out who they're going to make the starters or who's going to be the, biggest contributors to this offensive line at this point in the season this is something that goes back to spring ball they've had all offseason they have fall camp and at this time your offensive line is the unit that you depend on to be stable unless there are injuries there but um it's always good to have quality backups and players that can come in a game because of those situations but that's why coach Pittman was saying What's the difference with the offensive line and defensive line? Most people do view it as this is the line, the unit that should be stable, and you're depending on five guys unless something goes wrong, then you have to bring somebody in, but you don't necessarily have them in a rotation. Now, there was a time that they would rotate offensive linemen, but that was to get playing experience for some of these guys. And, uh, you know, going back to... When Bielema was the coach and Sam Pittman was the offensive line coach at the time, they had a philosophy they would do some of those things, but that was more so to get these guys on the field and get them experience. Right now, that's not what's happening. They're looking for the right fit.
1: Yeah, they're looking for the guys that they can count on and to be able to to make those plays. But uh, again, it's reason for concern, of course, and reasons to be a little bit frustrated, of course. And I guess it's also weird that you know, In the fall camp, we heard about the pass protection being a problem, but I feel like the pass protection hasn't been perfect, but it's been solid for the most part. I mean, K.J. has stayed upright for the most part, and even if he didn't, he bounces off of tacklers anyways. But, yeah, it's just funny how we are two weeks in and we're feeling better about the defense and where they're at than the offense. Like, who would have guessed that? You know, by like considering all that stuff. Feeling better about them, but
5: based on the competition, right. can't really take a lot from what they've been doing either.
1: Right, yeah. Just uh, the feeling of it all and, and the direction that it's going. Uh, also uh, from 501 says, Reaction Monday, guys, as Arkansas fans, we love the poor out and the strong dislike for the burnt orange. However, I loved it when the Texas QB, Quinn Ewers, was very clear when a reporter tried to bait him on Texas being back and he responded with, one game at a time, and that is the right approach. That is the right approach. Yeah. 300 yards for that guy. Like, man, that was that was an impressive uh, performance by him. Well,
5: he's somebody that people have been doubting also. We saw that he did perform well against Bama last year, and um, they've been doubting him simply because they recruited Arch Manning, and he's there waiting in the wings. And even in the offseason, the question was, is Quinn Ewers going to be your starter again, or is Arch Manning going to come in and start from day one? So there have been people doubting him, so... He's he's going out and playing ball and showing everybody that he belongs where he is.
1: Yeah, and Texas made a statement and getting ready for the SEC that uh, they they can make and hold their own because imagine that, you know, next year they're going to be in this conference. And the year before that they go into arguably one of the toughest places to play against arguably the the best college football program here, especially in the past 15 20 years, actually it's not arguable. I think they are. And you beat them in their place and I I wanted to say I have to, I tried to go back and find the stat that was Nick Saban's first time losing by double digits at home since like in so many ever. years like yeah so I mean that's an impressive thing I don't care even if you know Milrow didn't look great uh, as a passer he's a great athlete uh, You know their offense didn't look great it, but regardless of all that I think it's more about what Texas was able to do and less about like Bama oh well they just didn't play well they don't have a quarterback you got to give Texas credit like no matter, who, no matter who's on that team, they're still Alabama five stars, and they're still really great players.
5: Well, going into the game, you give Texas a chance simply because you know what they have on the outside with their receivers. And all, although Bama, historically, you know that they have good defensive backs, good secondary. That's something that Coach Saban specializes in, and he pays a lot of attention to. But uh, they just from a matchup standpoint, you knew that they'd be able to play with them, even if you're thinking, you know, one side or another, whether you thought Bama's defensive backs would be able to have the edge, but you knew that Texas receivers would, would be able to play and have something to say about that matchup.
1: Also from the Asher Record Life fan feedback, uh, this comes from Ryan. He says, there's a huge difference in rotations, offensive linemen, and rotations of defensive linemen. The postgame press conference shows Sam's inexperience often. I think there's a difference, but, again, he knows – I'm trusting him or at least giving him the benefit of the doubt when it comes to the offensive line because, you know, he he knows. He knows what it takes and he knows how good it needs to be. And, you know, if he's saying that it's something that they do and something that they need to do, then so be it. But, you know, like, you just got to gotta figure it out quick because BYU, which is weird. You know, this is an SEC Big 12 matchup this weekend. I still have to keep reminding myself that. Like this is a Power 5 team technically that you're playing this weekend against BYU. And uh, I think this past week that – uh, they they took care of business and you know scored a lot of points and uh, yeah they're going to be ready they're going to be ready to try to go into Fayetteville and win. Also, uh, Paul Paul says on Asher Record Life and Feedback, chill out Enos Enos <laughs> I don't want to say Enos Enos Dan Enos ain't showing nothing bubble screens and run between the tackles we're two zero against Sisters of the Poor type programs everyone that run through they knew we were going to win you'll see a different team Hogs uh, hog team on Saturday big boy football is here and they'll be ready to go go Hogs hope you're right
5: yeah. <laughs> But um, Hope Coach right. Pittman has questions about that also, because we've heard it all off season that this team was going to be more physical, and at this point, he's even questioning how physical they've been so far.
1: Yeah, and if he's questioning it, then there's reasons to question it. I mean, you can be concerned, you can say that there's problems without saying that this team's terrible, but you can also say that there are some things that are positive that are optimistic to say, well, hey, this might be a team that could still be pretty good, but Oh, I think we had also someone the Asher Record Life fan feedback, uh, Ricky say the same eight to ten win people. Or are you thinking your decision any differently? Justin West is sure thinking differently. Remember, being risk re- realistic is a whole lot easier. I mean, I'm not changing my prediction. It's just you know I I wanted to see more from a game, but they still won. You know we gotta we gotta remember that it's still a W, but. They gotta get a lot better. They gotta do a lot better. The people that
5: need to change their predictions or are rethinking their predictions are the ones that said nine and ten wins. Mm. If you said six, seven, eight, that that's still right there still where I'm you're playing. thinking maybe they are right on par for that. But if you're talking nine or ten, those are people that are questioning where they came into the season
1: thinking and what it looks like now. Because then we'll also look at the rest of the SEC West, like not saying it's ter- Arkansas can go undefeated in the West, but I mean, you know, LSU has looked a little bit beatable. I know Alabama looked beatable too, but even throwing in, you know, Auburn goes on the road and barely beats Cal and needs a last-second touchdown, late touchdown to win that one. Uh, you know, Ole Miss they they look pretty good in the fourth quarter, but against Tulane was a good team. You know, how good are they? You know, defensively they still have issues, but uh, the point is, is that the SEC West we still have no idea how good it is or how bad it is. You know, Arkansas could be a team that is good enough to finish their And A&M, they can't forget A&M. Goodness, they got smoked by Miami over there in Miami. And they they couldn't stop anybody defensively. So it's still very much wide open in this division. It's just a matter of can Arkansas improve enough to get to the point to where people are feeling good about it. Let's go to Brent in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? What's up, John and Joe? What's going on, man?
11: Uh, one thing, One thing to say to you gentlemen. Okay, y'all were talking about Sam Pittman and Brett Bingham used to like to uh, change out their offensive, uh, substitute on their offensive line. The only one they substituted in was Frank Rye now, when he was a freshman. Yeah. And you know, where, you know where big Frank's playing right now, right?
1: And the NFL doing a good job doing it, too.
11: Yes, sir, yes, sir he is. But I am a little bit concerned about what I hear that our offense were not physical, we weren't ready to, we weren't focused to play. Uh, I'm just telling you, boys, that comes down on the on the head football coach. If he can't get our guys focused and ready to play, we got problems. And if our and if our players don't have enough self discipline to get themselves focused to play, we got major problems. I don't want to hear about like I hear on your station about a quarterback that's driving do the NIL, driving around in a Candy red Corvette. I don't care. I want to hear K.J. Getting, getting us ready to play. I don't care what he's driving. Uh, I mean, that, that doesn't concern me in the least. I'm just concerned about us being able to – being ready to play. Yeah. Does that make
1: sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense, Brent. That makes sense. And as always, we appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, yeah, listen, this – it's, it's about where you, you have a team that's supposed to be improved in certain areas and you have an expectation for it. And if they're not showing it in the first couple of weeks, you, you get a little concerned, you get a little irritated, you get a little frustrated because it's like you, you want to be able to take that next step. And if this team is looking this way right now, you know, like, is it a fixable thing like the offensive line, like what we've been talking about? I mean, is that something that you can fix like in, in the middle of the season? or is it it,
5: no definitely not in the middle of the season that's why they have the rotation going now because they're trying to figure it out it's something coming into the season that you're already depending on five players to be that offensive line but if
1: you're still working on it now then it it is a problem Mm -hmm. and you and you got to fix it now like you do the best that you can the last thing you just want to do is have the uh, become one-dimensional almost where you have to have kj throw it all the time which he's capable of he's capable of throwing and i think uh, the wide receivers once again were showing out Isaac Tesla made some great catches over the weekend but you know you can't you can't become one-dimensional and uh take him away and it's because one of the best times that he's at at his best is when he's running uh kj's getting the ball and taking off running and everything and you know we want to keep him upright you want to keep him healthy because uh, that's also very important too but we got to see how it plays out this weekend. It's going to be another test against a good BYU team, and if it's got the same issues going on, then uh, we can start uh, start feeling a little bit uneasy about it. But uh, still got a lot of uh, still got a lot of reasons to feel like it's got to continue to get better. And who knows? Maybe the offense opens up. Maybe some running backs happen. But we do know this, according to uh, Sam Pittman, that uh, Rocket Sanders will be out this weekend. He is not going to come back and play. Dwight McLaughlin, who suffered turf toe, he was out for a good bit. In the game against uh, against Kent State, he will be back for BYU, but uh, that's
5: yeah. good news. Yeah,
1: so if you're going to get the running game going, you're going to have to do it without Rocket Sanders this weekend. Which hopefully uh, they can figure out a way to make that happen. Let's go to Ryan in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan?
10: Oh, you know, I, it's just kind of funny watching this uh, fan base do the same old song and dance. Can't you know? Can't take a deep breath because you know in 2011, I'm going to take the, I'm going to rewind this back that far. You know, that's all I heard in 2011 was. Our secondary, our secondary. We ain't got no secondary. Duh, 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 duh. All that team did was go and win 11 games and had a legitimate shot at winning uh, a 12 against uh, LSU. But, of course, we, we, you know, we blew that lead going up 17 to nothing. Another point I want to make off that off that team, too. Now, I, I get there are differences, but just hear me out. Um, the, do you know what our leading rusher I'm, – I'm assuming you know who our leading rusher was that, that season, right?
1: 2011 was it Dennis Johnson?
10: It was. Guess how many yards he had for think, the year.
1: I think it was like only like 700 maybe,
10: 6-700. Very good. You're the only one that has known that, uh, that, I've, that I've been talking to all week. No, nobody else has gotten that right. It was just under, it was like 674 or something like It was just under 700. The point I'm making with that is that team ran the ball just enough to open up the passing game. If, if that's how we have to win, that's how we have to win. And I, I, you know, I ain't gonna be unbothered by it. It's something else I'm gonna bring up from that year too, and the year before. You know, those those were considered pretty elite teams, and yet we let a ULL team come in and play with us for three quarters. Of course, we opened it up in the fourth quarter, opened up later in the game, kind like we did this weekend. And also, we let a three and nine Troy team. Obviously, we didn't know it was three and nine when we played them, but they played us within ten points. My point I'm trying to make is, it seems like even when we have good teams, we let these not as good as teams come in and play with us when they shouldn't be. It, to me, it's just history repeating itself. Hopefully, this is that, and it's, they're going to fix their problems and move on. Um, but that's kind of my thoughts. I'm not panicking. I I, I trust uh, Pittman, and I trust uh, um, our offensive coordinator to get things going and get things rolling. Um, that's kind of where I'm at with it, and I think everybody just needs to take a deep breath.
1: All right. Well, appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks hope for y'all calling.
10: Have a great day. I hope you all have a great day, and go Hogs.
1: Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, appreciate it, Ryan. Yeah, I mean it's it, and I agree with them to an extent. There's still a lot of, I mean, season left, obviously, and this is going to be a big test. But also at the same time, though, if it's back-to-back games where you're having that issue with running the ball or being effective offensively, that's where it's like, especially against opponents you feel like you're you have better athletes than you're bigger, you're faster, you're stronger. That's where I'm a little bit concerned about. It's just it's it's like one thing if it happens one game, hey, one game happens. But back-to-back games can't get anything going. That's where I get a little bit worried. Yeah, and for good reason. So,
5: you know, based off the opponents, people are, are thinking, okay, what's this going to look like once you get into playing better competition, which is coming up against BYU, and then conference play is on the other side of that. So um, it is it does raise the level of concern when you're just thinking about what's ahead.
1: Yeah, not only BYU this week, but you got LSU on the road, which it was announced that it's going to be a 6 p.m. game on ESPN. So it's a night game in uh, Death Valley so much fun exactly what was expected uh-huh well you better get it figured out before then that's all I'm saying but we still got a lot more to talk about we got what's trending in the world of sports as well as more of your phone calls and text messages coming up here on Out of Bounds on Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services so stay with us
7: to introduce ourselves. We are Big O' Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O' Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free
5: visual inspection upon arrival because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O' Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right, save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires. Service and straight talk at Big O' Tires.
12: This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial-tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly.
7: Attention, Arkansas homeowners. Bath Makeover of Arkansas is looking for 50 homeowners to participate in our first ever Rake in the Fall savings event. 50 homeowners will receive test market pricing on a beautiful new walk in shower. We're looking to evaluate our exciting new product lines in real bathroom conditions, including our revolutionary new laser etched shower wall system. That's right. Homeowners will receive promotional pricing just to determine if our exquisite product lines are the right fit for your bathroom project. The first 50 homeowners who call 1-800-357-0956 will save 75% on installation of a new walk-in shower. Ask about 18 months, no interest, no payments. Senior and military discounts. Receive a $200 Amazon gift card with purchase and call 1-800-357-0956 now to receive a free $50Restaurant.com gift card with Estimate. Call 1-800-357-0956.
3: Make plans to attend the Arkansas Democrat Gazette Health and Wellness Expo, sponsored by UAMS, on Saturday, September 30th at the Statehouse Convention Center in Little Rock. This free health and living expo will feature free health screenings, the MAMO van, doctor panels, a political panel, Arkansas Travelers Bingo, and prize drawings. Don't miss this event, Saturday, September 30th in Little Rock. To find out more, check out today's Arkansas Democrat Gazette or visit Arkansas Health and Wellness Expo.
12: I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia.
3: I have asthma. I'm at risk, too. Dial 8. 8 8888.
0: At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no cases too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial eight.
9: 8-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just
0: dial 8 888 88-8888. Been in a wreck anywhere in the state. Just dial eight.
1: 8-8888. Responsible attorneys, Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton.
0: Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson, off the zone reef. Play action, pumps once, looking deep. Tesla at the goal line. Complete touchdown, Arkansas. Man, is this guy a find or what?
5: On 1037 the buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Make a trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GwadneyChevrolet.com. And they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. So get that service scheduled today at Guadney Chevrolet. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, Chevrolet.com.
1: It is a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. We'll have What's Trending the World of Sports here in just a second, but uh, we do have uh, some people that have been patiently holding here on the phone line, so let's try to work through those. We have uh, Mizzou Maniac from Conway. What's going on? Hey,
10: guys. Hey. Yeah, from Conway. What's going
8: on? Hey, I wanted to, hey, I, hey, I to kind of uh, uh, bring up a, a point. I like that last caller talking about, the, uh, history repeating itself, and I think that was a great point. Um, you know, I've been here in Arkansas 15 years, and I want to remind all the Hogs fans, it could be worse. You could be... You could have Eli Drinkwitz.
1: <laughs> You're already done yeah. with Eli Drinkwitz?
8: Dude, he's coaching for his life up there. <laughs> they barely beat Middle Tennessee State, and that guy is just... The fan base is about done with him. He's stubborn. And all that to say, um, you know, I think I think the hog hog football fans, you know, you're in good hands with Pittman, and I think uh you know the offensive line issue is going to get worked out, and uh, but but yeah, just just uh, could be worse, guys. So I'll just want to bring that that point up, and I'll hang up with list. <laughs>
1: okay, appreciate it, man. Wow, Mizzou Maniac already off the board for uh, Eli Drinkwitz. They're also two and zero though, right? I mean, yeah, I know. yeah they are yeah it's, i mean it's, it's middle tennessee it was, you beat them 23 19 wasn't ideal but i mean it's it's there's still a long season in front of you it could be worse middle tennessee
5: went to miami and beat miami last year now we're talking about two different seasons but it's not like middle tennessee is one of those teams you can just say you're going to show up and beat them and beat them convincingly they're coming to play oh yeah
1: yeah like again there's other teams that uh, came to play and uh, you know, again, as long as you win the game, at the end of the day, at the end of the season, when you look back on the year, you're going to dictate how good of or how successful the year was based on just wins and losses. You know, just for the Arkansas example, say if Arkansas win nine and three, you know, just throwing it out there, they went nine and three. Are you going to look back on the year and be like, yeah, those nine wins were great, but that one against old oh, Kent State that really ruined it for me? No, you're not going to do that. You're going to be happy about the wins at the end of the day. That's all that matters. Big Rick's in Heber Springs. What's going on, Big Rick?
4: Well, this is what I'm concerned about. Uh, my reaction is Sam Pittman after the red and white scrimmages, he you know, he kinda lashed out to Trey Biddy and I knew something was bothering him and I never expected to be the offensive line. Uh these boys don't have the heart. I, there's something they're missing. I couldn't tell by at the game watching it, but they ain't got the it factor like a lot of other players. And uh, and I'm concerned.
1: So do you think that it's uh, it's just over, it's not going to get fixed, or do you think it's a fixable issue they can make work this year?
4: Man, I, I, I don't know. I just didn't see – they just didn't have the cry that I wanted to see. I mean, it's one thing – to get will but if you're trying and it just didn't like look like they had the uh, i call it the hit factor it just didn't look like they had the hit factor working with
1: hmm. well i i get it big rick and appreciate your phone call man uh, i mean this it's it's hard to point to it and say oh no you feel good about it you feel good about where it's at you feel good about where it's going and you know, maybe there is an issue there where they don't have the it factor and trying to be an, an effective offensive line. But uh, again, it's you, you got the victory. You, you got some things that that look okay, that look all right for right now. But you're still two and zero, all right. You're still two and zero. You still had some good things defensively that happened for you. Uh, KJ's still looking good. You got some wide receivers that can catch the ball really effectively. Luke has got a little bit more involved, the tight end. So. You know that's something to hold your hat on. It's not all doom and gloom. You're still two and zero, and you've got some good things going for you, but you also got some concerns. And uh, Razorback Bob's in Hot Springs. What's up, Razorback Bob?
9: Hey guys, what's up? So uh, Hey, hey, hey! I got I gotta ask you something about what was said. Get y'all's opinion first before I say what it is. I want to tell you I think we got a lot of talent. I think. The talent we got are coachable, they're they're hungry and want to learn. And I think I think they're they're playing hard. And I think we got the coaches to to get us where we wanted to go. With that said, there was an interview with Jeff Coke, and I really am thankful that he came to Arkansas. I think he's gonna be a great player for us. But he said something that kind of concerned me. And they asked him a question, and he said, talking about Saturday, this game kind of woke us all up, and we realized that we're going to have to play harder. Now, what does that say to y'all? To me, it indicates possibly that they wasn't playing as well hard as what they should have. Just wanted to get y'all's reaction. Y'all have a great show and a blessed day. I
1: okay, appreciate it. Raise back, Bob.
5: Not not to take anything away from that to say that they weren't playing as hard, just realizing that they're going to have to give better effort with the opponents and the schedule that's coming up. Not that they took this opponent lightly or anything to that matter. It's just that you realize, especially with the players, the coaches, the team there, they realize it's going to have to be a lot better in the effort and the result of, of what they do, the execution to, to have those results that they expect in, in these next few
1: games or
5: it's not going to go their way.
1: Yeah, I, di- I didn't take it as any sort of, oh, well, you know, their coaches aren't getting them ready or, you know, they're not ready or anything like that. I think it's just human nature, and sometimes it'll be admitted, sometimes it won't be. But sometimes I believe that when you're a team, you're going to have some letdowns. You know, there's going to be times where you feel like you should just go into a game and roll. It- it's human nature. And it may not be as a collective team. It may be as a player, as an individual, as a unit, you know, whatever it is. You want to have confidence in yourself, but you also want to make sure that you stay hungry there. But, I mean, I don't take it as any sort of negative or any sort of like, oh, this is a major problem because they weren't. uh, So as a player said that they uh, took it as a wake-up call, because here's the thing. If it becomes a wake-up call, it could be the best thing that happens to this team. You know, if they come out against BYU on Saturday and suddenly they are running the ball effectively, that they are getting after it and being more physical, that they are fixing a lot of these issues that people may have had, if they did that, then the wake-up call was probably the best thing for them. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, and this will be what's interesting, we're going to have Joshua Braun on our show tomorrow, thanks to Matt Black, All-State Insurance, and he's an offensive lineman. He's a starter. So we can talk to him about what he thinks about the issues. Is it something that's fixable? Is it something that they're working through just – What's his overall take on it? Because I feel like if there's anybody that would know, it's probably gonna be a guy <laughs> that's on the offensive line itself. So but we'll see, folks. I know we got another hour of out of bounds or two hours, but second hour is gonna be coming up. We're gonna continue to get to your reactions here on a reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. Keep those calls and texts in coming. 501-661-1037. We're also gonna go and get to what's training in the world of sports. We'll go around the NFL, get some thoughts and opinions on that too. And also, best in the worst of the weekend. You won't want to miss it, so you better stay tuned. You're out of bounds. Tune in to Morning Mayhem every Monday as Wally Hall tells it like it is. Presented by Capitol Smokehouse and Grill, Little Rock's favorite go-to lunch spot. Mow, dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX-Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth
9: hydrostatic transmission makes for easy up.